Welcome to Pipeline, Profiles in Philosophy and Education. I'm your host, Winston C. Thompson. Pipeline is a monthly short-form interview program focused on contemporary scholars. For more information and to subscribe to the podcast, please visit pipeline.fm. Pipeline is made possible by the generous support of the Education Department of the University of New Hampshire. In this episode, we're joined by Rene Arcilla, New York University. Rene, welcome to Pipeline. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. So uh, our listeners are interested in understanding how you began working uh, uh, in education uh, through this philosophical lens, uh, asking philosophical questions of education. Uh, how, how, did, how, did you, how did you enter uh, philosophy of education? Well, basically... Um in the 70s, I was uh, an undergraduate uh, studying philosophy, and um, in a sense that was responsive to all the, the, the sort of things that were in the air in that time. It was a um, sort of exciting experimental political time, uh, experimental time for, for, for culture in general. And, um, you know, it was a time when uh, young people were encouraged to... Uh, look at their lives as quests rather than careers mm. um, and to uh, engage with these very deep uh, perennial uh, human questions about what's really important in life, uh, what do I want to do with my life, um, and so forth. So um, that was, of course, what brought me to philosophy, what made me um, very devoted to, to, to that kind of activity. But at some point um, in those four years, I realized that I wasn't um, entirely happy with the prospect of uh, forging a career in philosophy where I would be mainly teaching other people to become professional philosophers and, uh, and sort of perpetuating this, um, this academic cycle. Hmm. So uh, when I graduated, I um, you know, pretty much didn't really think I was going to go into academia at all. Uh, like lots of people, I just kind of sure. embarked on a kind of extended wandering years, sure. times of wandering around, travel, and so forth. Um, eventually, I realized that however much I, I enjoyed some of the jobs I dabbled in, it was really um, study that... Uh, that drew out my own passion. And when I was thinking about returning to academia, returning for graduate studies, I thought to myself, well, I know that I do have this passion for philosophy. It's, it's what um, excites me the most and what I think feeds my own talents or at least draws out my talents. Mm. But I didn't necessarily, like I said, want to uh, join a philosophy department or... Mm teach philosophy to would-be professional philosophers. So I discovered this thing called philosophy of education, which sure. would involve working with people who are going to go into the profession of education and in, in, in other sorts of roles. And that's what brought me to philosophy of education. Sure. So, so, so to you, it seemed as though uh, uh, sort of the cycle of, uh, to use the term that you used, the cycle of uh, uh, professional philosophy was kind of insular, perhaps. Exactly. Kind of That's a nice term to put it. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And so thinking about, uh, so for you then, uh, the, the, the uh, interesting uh, uh, sort of dimension of philosophy of education was that it was allowing philosophers to speak to educators. But why education for you? Why, why, why yeah. Because I, I think I um, came to appreciate, uh, actually through uh, 
histories with friends of okay. various sorts that um, in, in the deepest possible sense, um, life is education. Life is like, you know, the, the root word of education is to lead out. Yeah. And life is like being on the road. Okay. Uh, and you're always moving, you're always on a journey. Uh, at various points, you have some idea of where the journeys may be going, but then, of course, maybe you take a different turn and, and, and so forth. So um, I was very captured by the idea or the figure of education in the, in the broad sense, okay. uh, more than just education as, say, the accumulation of information or knowledge and, and, and so forth. So the notion of, of maybe um, discussing that or... or um, talking about that and thinking about that with people who want to enter the teaching profession sure. really um, interested me. Sure, yeah. So, I mean, so earlier you said that uh, it was the case that for you, philosophy was about sort of asking these larger questions about what's important in life, and if it's the case that you took life to sort of be educational, then right. philosophy is sort of necessarily educational, and education is necessarily, uh, to some degree, philosophical. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. That, that's, nicely, that's nicely put. Yeah. yeah. So, 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 so then uh, uh, tell our listeners a little bit, uh, if you don't mind, uh, what are the sort sorts of questions that you've really been spending time with uh, in this field of philosophy of education? Questions of, uh, one might imagine, meaning and importance? Right, uh, right. No, I think, I, think, I think that's right. I mean, um, the word I, I suppose I grew up using most often was, is the term existential. Sure. In the sense that I, I understand that to mean, um, you know, the question of what am I What's the point of my living? Sure. Um, of course, this this is a question that predates anything called existentialism. I mean, uh, as you know, Socrates in the Apology uh, has that famous line, the unexamined life is not worth living. Sure. And that raises the whole issue of what would it mean to um, at least even fear that there's that your life could be not worth living. Yeah. And um, what is the nature of that anxiety? What's the nature of that concern that I might be living a life that somehow is not worth living? And then to what extent does examination make a difference mm. to how one um, copes with that concern? Uh, so, you know, I think uh, thinking about questions of um, what is it that we're drawn to, what... What is the nature of our relationships with others, and how are these relationships, in some sense, um, you know, uh, not just simply optional, but actually uh, definitive of who we are? Sure. Um, uh, some of that, of course, is captured in the the importance that friendship has, you know, as a as a theme has in in philosophy. Sure. So that's the kind of thing that um, I've been pursuing for most of my life, really. Sure, sure. Yeah. And uh, and on those topics, I mean, are there any uh, uh, answers that we can arrive at? I mean, so it's often the case that people take philosophers, uh, maybe not philosophers of education in particular, but philosophers generally, uh, to sort of be uh, uh, chipping away at these questions over uh, uh, right. the years, the centuries the millennia right. uh, without us getting anywhere but but can we get somewhere on these on these right. questions or, yeah. or or are we just sort of uh, right where we started I think of it more you know I mean I think that's a good question because there's this tremendous pressure to think of um, philosophy like any field hmm. of endeavor as needing to be 
uh, progressive sure. um, in, in the sense of having to progress in some sense. Mm. And it's thought that, well, unless the, the field um, in some measurable way or, 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 you know, some way that really manifests itself um, grows, develops, progresses, then there's something wrong with the field. Sure. Perhaps it's uh, it's dying. Perhaps sure. it's expendable. Perhaps sure. it's not something. It's it's just a waste of time. But you know, when we think about other things that human beings do, like the ways in which parents um, care for their children, or the way in which um, you know we care for our elders and mm. so forth, um, I think it's much less clear that there's that the notion of pro- progress is mm. is appropriate here. Mm. Um, I think there's just things that we do as human beings that's um, woven into our humanity. And we just uh, pass this on from generation to generation, uh, keeping alive, um, you know, these these important practices, these important values. Mm. So philosophy for me is is largely about a particular kind of conversation that... um, whose value is not often recognized, um, is often not at the center of what we think our main concerns mm. are, but which I, I, I believe in, which, um, you know, I, uh, I, share, I, I come to share this belief with, with many others. In fact, I got it from many others, sure. is, is definitive of um, what it means to be human. We, mm. we can't live without this conversation, it seems to me. And I wonder if in some way, then, that is the examination itself that you were referencing earlier, right? I right. Mean, the, uh, the examination that we need to uh, conduct to sort of uh, give the lives that we live uh, some degree of value, or that the value is found in that process of uh, examination, study, or reflection, introspection, uh, and so forth. Yeah, I think, that's, I think that's exactly right. I mean, you know, again... Um, there's a lot of balance, um, you know, there, there's a number of concerns that are striving for some kind of balance here. Mm. And uh, one concern, and again, like as in any field, is, um, is one for a certain kind of expertise, of sure. rigor, of discipline, of complexity. Uh, you know, another concern is about um, doing justice to the long legacy of, of philosophy, the... Herited text, uh, uh, concern for erudition, mm. for extensiveness. Um, I, 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 as many most people in 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 the field do, I, I completely prize those qualities. Sure. But at the same time, uh, I'm passionately convinced that philosophy is essentially an amateur activity. Mm. Um, it's something that we all do to some extent, um, largely in our friendships. And the value of these practical crafts, the, mm. the craft aspect of philosophy, lies not so much in um, complexity for its own sake or erudition for its own sake, right. but rather um, that this, ex- this enhances the power to draw people into mm. this conversation and uh, make it compelling, make it come to life, uh, you know, generation after generation. Yeah, and, and so you've mentioned friendship uh, a couple of times here. Mm-hmm. Uh, could you speak to uh, why friendship uh, might be uh, important or what insights friendship allows uh, into this experience of sort of uh, this exchange of ideas or right. uh, life as being educational in some sense and thereby worth living? Yeah, Yeah. well, I think, um, you know, we often, um, I think, 
work with a, a very casual notion of friendship, where yeah. friendship, a friend is just is someone we like. Sure. Someone we just, we don't necessarily think of it much more than that. It's just, I like to spend time with this person. Sure. And maybe if we think a little bit more about it, we say, well, we, I like to spend time with this person because... Uh, we share certain interests mm. um, or because this person has certain qualities that I admire um, and, uh, and, and, and so forth. Um, I suppose what I'm suggesting is that if we continue along this line and probe it a little bit more and say, well, what exactly is it that um, makes for a good friendship? Mm. Um, what is exactly at the heart of this relationship? My... my um, my thought is that it's 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 less centered on the qualities that uh, a particular friend might have for another. Sure. sure. Uh, you know, I admire you for this, or I'm attracted to you for this, or sure. I I like you because of this. And it's more about how together we can um, enter into a conversation about an enriching conversation about um, mm. our. J- our common predicament, our okay. common situation. And the common situation for me is um, to exist under the, under the weight of these questions. Sure. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. So that, that sort of turns uh, uh, our understanding of friendship uh, away from an understanding of uh, sort of, uh, uh, as you say, away from an understanding of the other as a particular friend, and right. it sort of reorients us into understanding friendship as, uh, again, sort of prioritizing that relationship and that exchange as an ongoing conversation, an ongoing, perhaps, uh, mutual study of our circumstances. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, 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 and the idea, just, to, I mean, that's, that's yeah. nicely put. It, so what we're talking about is less about is less about you know the qualities particular to me or the qualities sure. particular to my friend, but what we're talking about is this common world sure. and the, particularly the parts of this common world that we're together struggling to understand, sure. struggling to make our way in, and um, I think that's what philosoph- philosophical question has always been about yeah. philosophical questioning. Yeah, I mean, I mean, so so so, given the fact that, uh, to your understanding, that that's what philosophy uh, and philosophical inquiry and, and understanding have, have have always been about. Uh, to your mind, uh, what should philosophy of education perhaps continue to do into the future, or start doing uh, uh, if there's something that we haven't really been sort of pursuing well, uh, right, uh, right, until now? Yeah. Well, um, you know, I think I think. Philosophy of education has been um, responsive to a number of uh, important concerns yeah. and should continue to be, and it should continue to work on a plurality of fronts. So, you know, there's always the concern about um, uh, trying to improve the, um, the practical possibilities of... Sure. Uh, teaching and learning as they exist today, sure. trying to work with what's already there and, and seeing if you can um, raise the level of this, uh, reform it in some way. Um, and then there's uh, also a concern, I think, uh, equally important, to try to maybe listen to um, the concerns of others who aren't 
uh, being served by the current um, sure. uh, set of things. The, the con- I'm, I'm thinking in particular about the concern for social justice. Mm. So, so yeah, there's so, and then there's you know the, there, there's con- the, the usual political concerns right. about justice. Um, both of these concerns, I think, uh, understandably and and in a salutary way, sure. um, suggest that philosophy of education should be uh, oriented to practi- the practical consequences, hmm. you know, to, uh, uh, to produce certain effects in the world. Hmm. And um, one of the things that I find myself um, doing in my work is maybe thinking of, or at least pursuing philosophy of education as a more Socratic enterprise, okay. where it's largely about... Um, drawing thinking again and again to some of the fundamental um, assumptions that we make when we think about what teaching is, what learning is, what a student is, um, what an education is, um, and so forth, and not necessarily worrying um, immediately about, well, what practical difference is this going to make tomorrow, Um, but rather just um, continuing to help breathe life into the notion that um, education is taking part in the context of this larger mystery Mm. of what it means to be alive, what it means to to just be, and that it should be responsive to that mystery. Sure. Yeah, well, it sounds as though we've got a a real sort of... uh, uh, Context in which to understand the work that philosophy of education does, uh, is doing, and potentially could do in the future, mm-hmm. uh, as being work that's uh, 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 very um, intimately united with uh, the very sort of uh, core of what it means to be a human in this world. Right. Yeah. 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 I think so. I mean, um, I think there's a part of. I think to be interested in education is to be interested in, you know, what it mean. What does it mean to be human? Sure. Who who exactly do we think is undergoing this education, sure. let alone controlling it? Sure. Um, and, uh, and, and, and just to think about that is already educational sure. in, a, in a sense. So yeah, I think there's a role for um, philosophers of education who see themselves very much as continuing the gadfly sure. vocation of, of, of Socrates. And maybe in some sense also uh, participating in a, a certain type of friendship uh, with mm-hmm. uh, others, others in the world. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. I think um, that, for me, that's a way of also understanding our relationship to the past, sure. to the text of the past, as we're part of this larger conversation among friends, mm. um, and trying to draw others into this conversation um, to extend it. Well. Rene Arcilla, thank you for this conversation. It's, it's really been a treat. Oh, it's been my pleasure. Thank you, Winston. Of course. <laughs> for more information and to review previous episodes, please visit www.pipeline.fm. A very special thanks to Moby for use of his song Summer as our theme.